I am Adamus of sovereign domain. Dare I open Calder's eyes? It's safe. It's safe to behold these amazing humans, angels, grand beings. Sometimes forget who they are. Grand beings who sometimes get in the habit of suffering, of lack, but always grand beings, no matter what. We used to call this the classroom of the new spiritual energy. Let's change that. By taking a deep breath, let's call it the classroom of living ascension, dear Shambra. That's what we're doing here, the classroom of living ascension. Hmm. Ah, yes, um, please, uh, my attire for, for this, something a bit more uh, – coat first, of course. Need to be tied in the front. <laughs> Very fitting. Yeah. Kind of vampirish almost. Back to Dracula. Thank you. Oh no, your hat. That. <laughs> Don't give me that, but yours. Um, uh, my messenger has a big fat head. <laughs> he does. Ah, yes. And the photos, please. Oh, with you, my lady. Please. What am I for, doing here? For the photos. <laughs> Thank you. Welcome to the Classroom of Living Ascension. <laughs> for those of you tuning in for the first time, yes, we do things a bit different here. We laugh, we dress up, we sing, we act, we are outrageous, we're wild, we're crazy, and we get back. <laughs> Last month, a little joke was played. I'm sorry, that was not that, – that isn't on you properly. Let's get this right. Thank you. My goodness. Ah, David, yes. David, David, David. Hmm. He had to give up his hat. Last month, if you recall. There. Yeah. Wait, there we go. One by the name of Sardusius. <laughs> Sardusius, <laughs> hypnotized, hypnotized all of you, unbeknownst to you, had you dress in profane outfits, had you stand in front of the camera for all the world to see, and made you say dirty little words on your breasts. <laughs> so this month we want to award him. We want to award him a special certificate, bringing with it the sentiments of 
one of my homelands, Transylvania, bringing with it the acknowledgement of his deeds, of his humor. We present a very special award, if I may have the award, please. In memory, thank you, uh, and please come forth. He's mixing metaphors today. He's a monk, monk and a Viking, a Viking monk. <laughs> what the hell is that? Of course, what the hell is this, too? So, <laughs> so bringing back all of the sentiments from Transylvania and the acknowledgement of your fine deeds. <laughs> Just for you, Sardusius. It is yours. Thank you. That <laughs> So, dear Jambra, <laughs> we start off with a song and a laugh and a smile going into this shout. Last month, I talked about some very strong energies coming in from the period of May 10th through about May 15th. Cosmic energies, earth energies, spirit energies, near-earth realm energies from all over coming in. I'm going to ask Linda to bring the microphone to the audience and ask you, volunteers that Linda's going to choose, ask you, a, did you feel it, and how? How? Let, let's start with that. Dear Edith, dear Edith, how is your abundance? It's grand, dear Adamus. Thank you. You want to live? Yes. Good. Then I'm here, aren't I? Then you'll be abundant. <laughs> Absolutely. I've been here. Next month, I'm going to be 74 years old. Give me a break. I hang around. <laughs> How did you feel it, dear Edith? That's some weird dreams. That's it? Right. And then I was extravagant and bought your new book. <laughs> they make you pay for the book? Oh, I was just joking. They make you buy the book right. that has so much of your energy in? It is yours. Oh, yeah, I can do that easily. <laughs> Wow, thank you. Merci. <laughs> Good. So, weird dreams. Sudden gifts of abundance seeming to come from nowhere. Yeah, right. Yes, what else? Mm, I don't know. Just Was I in your dreams? I had a nice month. Oh, I, I did a lot of beating Was I in your dreams? Things that brought in money. No. Let's see. Uh, no. Uh, <clears throat> Was I in your dreams? Oh, yes, we were dancing the tango. Oh, good. Good. And? That's a lie. <laughs> <laughs> Almost 74 and so spry. Oh, do you want me to hit you? Don't use that word, spry. Spry. Lively. <laughs> Animated. Thanks. And abundant. Good. Good. So, dreams? Well, they were just weird, and I could start to remember them, and I'd never been able Aren't to remember. Aren't all dreams weird? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Good. Thank you. 
You're Thank welcome. You. Next. <laughs> Energies last month. What did you feel? I might need a little help on this. I'm not sure that I felt anything unusual. Good. Good. Okay. Okay. Keep going. Aha. What did I feel? Actually, it's very intense and very fast. Yes. Uh, dreams, um, wackier than usual. You were in all the wacky ones, yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was Edith um, in your dreams? <laughs> you know we were reliving that do you have it easier, you know, or crazy from last month? Yes. Yeah. Good. So that, that choice every Lively, day. Lively, intense? Lively, intense. Uh, I, was, I was glad it kind of got through the week, though. Good. Yeah. Great. Although Keep. it's still going on in some version. Or ah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Good. Keep going, Linda. Energies. Intense. I am so glad it's June. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Adamus, I talk to you a lot when I'm in the bathroom for some reason. I don't know. And when I'm in the shower, when I'm, you know, I, I using keep my eyes the closed. bathroom. <laughs> and <laughs> I don't know if you, you know, realize that, but I always laugh. I'm like, yeah, I'm talking to Adamus again, now, and here I am in the why bathroom. Why is it that I talk to so many of you, uh, not just in the toilet, but in, in the uh, shower? Water. Is it water? Water, yes. Yeah. What else? Um, nakedness? <laughs> <laughs> Madam, I always wear my cape. <laughs> not always, not always. <laughs> and? I've been having these really cool dreams. Well, let's go back to the oh, bathroom. Go back to the bathroom. Um, well, in the and Linda, Linda can answer this because she and Caldra have to uh, deal with this all the time. What is it about the bathroom? What about it? It's quiet. Oh, quiet. It's quiet. How many of you take your cell phones into the bathroom? Don't answer. I don't want to know. <laughs> <laughs> when you go in there, generally it's to do a body function, and it's quiet. Jeff and I have to have bathroom talks all the time about no talking in the bathroom. No business in the bathroom, indeed. Inde well, well business, but your own personal business in the bathroom. <laughs> so it's a quiet time. It's, there are certain times that the Ascended Masters, angelic beings, we know when we can slip in to have a chat with you. Generally when you're driving a car, but we did found that this increases the accident rate substantially, <laughs> even more so than texting. Uh, in the bathroom, because you're relaxed, in the shower. It's quiet. You're drenching yourself with water. Or sometimes when you're applying your makeup or you're getting dressed, one of the very few times. It's more difficult to come to you when you're just going to sleep at night. Why? Because you're worried about everything. That's when the mind chatter – mind chatter really comes in then. It's, the mind chatter has that time reserved with you. <laughs> we talked to you in dream state, of course, but then you don't remember it, and uh, it's so frustrating for us. Sometimes during a meal, but you're generally doing other things when you eat. Do you realize that? Watching a TV show, doing internet, doing email, uh, doing so many things while you eat. We, we used to be able to come by when you were eating, but not so much now. So the toilet time is a popular expression in the angelic realms. Oh, I see they're in the toilet. Let's run down and have a, a sacred chat with them. Good. Good. 
Yes, oh, I, I'm sorry, uh, what did you experience? Um, my dreams have been really cool because I've been figuring things out in my sleep. Yes. And then when I wake up, I have no idea what I figured out, but things shift. So, yeah, it's been really great. Um, occasionally, I have to just say, enough's enough tonight. My body needs to sleep tonight. Yes. But yes. Um, I didn't actually, I wasn't here last month, yes. and I missed all of you so much. Oh. I missed you guys. But um, I watched the... I watched it on my computer, yes. and the whole um, to stay or go, that was really big for me. That yeah. was like, well, wait a minute. Didn't I already say I'm going to stay? And then I realized that not lately. Not lately. Like, you need to keep, like, every breath. Now I'm like, oh, I breathed in. So, yes, so yes I'm staying now. Yes. Oh, I'm breathing in again. Okay, yes, I'm staying yes. now. So just every it's moment. It's easy to say, sometimes even casually, when, when posed with a question, do you really want to be here? It's so easy to say, well, well sure but not really give it conviction and, and commitment, uh, and then it will come back. The question will be back in your face through me, through somebody else, and say, do when I'm you on the really toilet. want to be on the toilet? <laughs> do you really want to be here on the toilet? <laughs> yes. Good. Thank you. Next. Energies, last month. Well, I have to say it wasn't as intense as I was expecting. Yeah. I, I, since you set the expectation, I think that maybe altered my experience a little bit. And if I hadn't mentioned anything about it, just decided to keep it a secret? Yeah, I think we would have experienced it anyway, but having the expectation made dealing with the transitioning energies you know, we knew it was coming. So yeah. I think there were a lot of people that I talked to that knew it, that expected it, and you know, it really changed our experience, shifted that for us. But yeah. I found the whole month to be intense, intense. actually, yeah. and um, not just those 10 days. And um, definitely finding um, lots of extremes between my divine and my human. Ah. So I put it that way. Lots of extremes. Good. Great. Some more. Uh, lots of clarity and lots of yes. Yes, and would you mind standing? Sure. Uh, so definitely lots of clarity, just remembering and just boom, boom, boom. Just yes. that quick, 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 quick. Very and, fast. And Yeah, very fast and so much easier. Good. How about your just, body, physical body? Oh, ton. So like DNA changes, yes. growing Hurt, a spine. Yeah. My spine has just been... Yes. So I, the things I usually do, yoga... Horseback riding, everything was very wonky. Yes. So just took very easy on my body. Lots of, of breathing, lots, lots of, of drinking. I played changes. with, you know, all, all the tools that I've played with in the past just for fun. Yes. To remind myself just how to breathe, how to allow, how yes. to be. So Good. Yeah, so fun. And, and also, uh, just as a side note for this, uh, some of you may have noticed that the old tools aren't working so well anymore. Uh, and things that really were working very well for you in the past, and suddenly they're not, and they probably won't be anymore. The basics will always be there. Breathing, mm -hmm. uh, breathing, and breathing uh, are going to be there and working. But the other tools you had, mm -hmm. some of them were very mental, uh, some of them kind of old. So it's very disconcerting when the, th the old standbys that you had, the old things that the rescue remedies that you use, not literally or figuratively, mm -hmm. uh, just aren't working anymore. The medications uh, don't seem to work like they used to. Uh, or, or the herbals or any of the other uh, supplements don't seem and, to work. And I feel like I can play with them yes. now consciously. Yes. So I can just use that memory, that imprint, Absolutely. to just breathe that in. So it's more 
more of a game. Yep. Good. So. Excellent. Energies last month. Uh, I had watched the shout. Oh, I think stand on the. Up, stand uh, up. Yeah. <clears throat> I think on the fifth or so, and then, so I was kind of. I almost had a. I was expecting negative consequences of like really? the 10th. Yeah, like yeah. It was, and it was the exact opposite. Like ah. I remember on the 10th, I was in bed and uh, the creat the creativity ideas were just like flowing in yeah. like crazy. And I was like, oh, thank God, it's positive. So, and, and how did you uh, preserve <clears throat> those ideas? In other words, so often creative idea will flow in and the next moment it's gone. Even if you say you're going to remember, how did you stay connected with those? Some through Evernote, <laughs> yeah. taking notes more yeah. than I ever used to. But some of them, a lot of the ideas were building on top of things, so they're not like things I would forget, yes. I think, later, because they're like, oh, I could see how that might need to come later, but I can do this, and I can do this, and I can do this. Yes. And uh, so it was just, it was all positive for me. Good. To where I couldn't even really sleep, or I was just so excited about the ideas. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and the, the thing that really resonated too was the, which, what you had said was the, the problem, the biggest change this month I remember was the, Creative, mental, problem-solving tools versus being worried about it. Yeah. Like I would just go and I'd be like, oh, that's a neat solution to that. Yeah. So. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. Good. Riding the wave. Riding the wave. More? <laughs> um, well, this past month was uh, mainly for me about uh, anger and impatience and frustration. Good. And how, and how were they? Sounds like three relatives. <laughs> uh, they were frustrating, but it's also very good. Yes. Uh, did it move some stuff up and, and through? Yeah, both. Good. How did you handle them? How, how, when these came up to the surface, what did you do? I uh, blew up. Good, good, good. He blew up. No, and it's good at, at someone? Yes. Ah. Not so good, uh, but <laughs> unless you give them advance warning or a lot of money afterwards. <laughs> but, but, a little bit messy. Yeah, Vo vocal. Vocal too. Good, good. A lot of crazy thoughts in, during the month. Not so much. Huh. I'll wait till this month. <laughs> Good. Very honest. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Good. Next. How was the month? Oh, okay. <laughs> no different. No different. No. The first thought I had when you mentioned that, oh, that's a nice implant. Mm -hmm. You're, ah. Yeah. <laughs> And no, it wasn't uh, very different yeah. from the rest of the months. How was the rest of the month? Intense. Ah. <laughs> intense? Yes. On top of intense. Good, good. How do you feel right now, physically? Good. Good. Mentally? Yes. Tired a little bit. Tired. Yeah. Yeah, good. Yeah. And, and you should be. Why? Because of the intensity is affecting the body, uh, definitely affecting the mind. Uh, you're here in a different environment. You're going through a lot of housekeeping, reorganizing. Uh, yeah, but it true. will make you tired. Sometimes tired is good. Uh, I know humans don't like to be tired, but what's the value of being tired? 
get you out of your mind. Uh, when you're really tired, uh, the mind isn't doing its typical tracking. You're actually more into feeling when you're tired. Good. A few more. Well, uh, that's Sunday. My daughter and her friend came over and helped me reorganize my apartment. I'd already been working on it for a long time. My friend Joni here had been working with me. And we continue to work with this amazing energy. Transformed my bedroom. We got rid of the bed. We put in a beautiful hide bed. We transformed. We made this beautiful home office. Good. So that together, together we were working to, you know, to help people live longer, be healthier, be happier, and wealthier. And that's our goal. I feel like that's my divine. Mission. Good. Forget the goal. So, yeah. Goals suck. Yeah, I, I agree. <laughs> they really do. Wrong word. Wrong word. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah. I agree. But, but just uh, go with the passion. Go yes. with the passion. Yes, absolutely. Good. Beautiful. So, so some literal house cleaning, reorganizing, yeah. which is usually indicative also of something that's happening on the inside. Right. How do you feel right now? Oh, I'm excited, and I Good. have all physically. kinds of energy physically. Uh, yeah, I, I, I can't sleep very much. I'm just going, ah. going, going. Ah. <laughs> so I have been very tired. I uh, overslept this morning and barely made it here. So, yeah. but yeah, I just I feel great. I feel great all over. Good. Good. Two more. Um, let's see. A bit warm. A bit. Um, oh, what would you? How would you? Vibrating. <laughs> By doing too much, um, following my daughter around and the grandkid, and I just can't take malls and a lot of people and my daughter telling me what to do all the time. <laughs> so was, how was the so month? Just, how, how was it for you? Intense, frustrating, aggravating. Uh, intense, frustrating. But then let's go home and take a nap quick. <laughs> yes, I'm, I'm sorry. Let's go home and take a nap real quick. I can't take any more. <laughs> more spirit in your eyes. The more life in your eyes. Absolutely. Oh, I'm feeling great now. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, good. Things are going well. Excellent. Good. One more. It's good to be here. <laughs> it's yes. been an intense couple of months. Yes. Um, knowing what I wanted knowing where my passion was, uh, not slowing down long enough to ground it. Yes. And in the last couple of weeks, um, slowed down, owned it, and got clarity like I've never gotten before. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. It's, it's, it's a beautiful thing. It's yes. been, it was intense, and when, when I would get too busy, I would just slow down and breathe and... Um, maintain my balance Good. and I've got clarity like, like crazy right Good, now. Good, because I, I didn't implant any, anything about the energies. They're very real. wanted to give everyone a, a heads up about them so they could, yeah. they could know it was coming before it did. Uh, mm -hmm. But the clarity I did implant, yes. Thank you. Good. Yeah. Good clarity. What a wonderful thing to have clarity, understanding. One more. One more? One more. Mary, how was the month? It was excellent. Good. I went through the week without even knowing anything was different, but it seemed like right afterwards the energy was more intense. Yes. And I did some creating afterwards. And Good. I, and I realized that's my passion, just creating. Great. So what did you create? I created a group. Um, to meet together, yes. to meet real in person. Real people or imaginary? No, real people. Yeah. Good, good. Real people. Never know, Shambra. 
That's good. Well, you can have a group with imaginary people, and sometimes it's more fun, and they leave on time. And I'm going. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Also going forward with my web new website and good. a lot of things. Good. Yeah. Excellent. Thank you. So thank you. So it there was a lot of intense energies that came in. I wanted to talk about them so you understood beforehand. A little bit of preparation. These energies that came to Earth right now are being absorbed in, much like a sponge would absorb water, absorbed into the Earth, absorbed into people. Most people, most, didn't really notice anything tremendously out of the ordinary during this period. You probably, you, Shambra, all around the world, probably noticed more because you're more sensitive to energies now. These energies are absorbing in right now. June should be a very interesting month. Not necessarily for you. I would say June would be a relatively calm month or um, a, a flowing month for you. Not boring at all, but flowing month. Rest of the world, they're going to start feeling that intensity. Uh, and you take in the combination of some of the uh, solar and uh, astrological events that are taking place, the heat of the summer. Just the heat. You know, forget about all these woo-woo energies, just the warmer weather and the strange weather – strange, strange, strange weather – are going to affect people. It's going to hit them first, first in their bodies. Because these energies <coughs> that are coming in uh, serve a beautiful purpose. First of all, they are supporting or facilitating the physical change in the template of humans, the uh, Adam Cadman body, literally changing the DNA, changing the biological structure, literally separating or, or pulling apart some of these Atlantean conformity energies that have been so much a part of biology. Particularly for those who are ready – and there's not many, actually – strange device. No. Uh, there, are not, there are not many, but for those who are ready, this energy is literally going to go into their biology and start pulling them out of their uh, family hereditary characteristics, pulling them out of their ancestral karma, and they're going to notice it first in their body. So many, so often, <clears throat> Shambra, uh, you look in the mirror, uh, you, you contemplate your body, and, and it, it's really just, in a sense, a byproduct of your ancestors, not really so much of your choosing, other than the accoutrements that you put on top of it or the way you clothe it. But your body, your physical body, is simply a byproduct of your damn ancestors. Yeah, the, for better or for worse, you see. What's happening now in, as these energies are coming in, for those who are ready, it's pulling apart, getting you out of that, uh, getting you out of the whole ancestral thing. Some misunderstand the words that I say, think that it is about anti-family. Families are great as long as you didn't buy into them karmically, as long as you didn't lose the lottery and uh, end up with a certain characteristics. This body no, – nah, this body no, – <laughs> nah, this body should be and, and can be the byproduct of your own passion, your own soul, 
and your own choosing. What am I saying by that? Saying that with these intense energies coming in, literally you could transform your body if you choose. Uh, the way you look, you start transferring, uh, transforming some of the characteristics. If, if you're not choosing it, though, it's probably not going to happen to as much of a degree. But if you're saying, hey, this is my body, no longer belongs to this ancestral line, this is my life, it's not just a byproduct of my past life aspects, this is my mind. It's not just a byproduct of hypnotic programming. I am that I am. And then you see you start literally uh, transforming your body, mind, uh, your identity. We talked before about names. Many of you, some of you, have changed your name. That's uh, perfectly understandable, because that other name was generally one that your parents gave you. I mean, look at your name. Would you have called yourself that? <laughs> probably not. Not that your name is bad, but you probably wouldn't have called yourself that. So you're starting this whole transformation, these energies that came in this last month, huge, are what I would call separation energies. Separation energies. Now, uh, there's, going to, there's going to appear to be a contradiction in what I say today, if you stay awake through the whole thing. <laughs> because later on you're going to say, but you just said it was about separation, and now you're saying it's about integration. Which one is it? It's both. Both. Why? Oftentimes when opposing energies brought forth by fractured consciousness, mostly fractured mind thought, but sometimes consciousness, opposing energies are brought together in – he wants to sit – they are brought together in the same vessel. I sat. <laughs> They're brought together in the same vessel, in your same body. Give me very opposing energies. Your mind. They're, they're almost melded, linked, or fused together, even though they are opposing. Uh, the characteristics, uh, your, your desires versus what's manifesting in your life, very opposing or very different. The amazing thing is that humans have been able to do this. To grab some, some concepts and energy here, to grab constructs and thoughts over there, totally what would appear to be, uh, in its simple form, very opposing, but you'd be able to bring these in, roll them all together, uh, compress them together, and fuse them together. And they don't necessarily belong together, ultimately. What you're going through right now is a period of separation, separation from things that don't really serve you anymore, from concepts that um, really lay in the past, not necessarily yours anymore, by manifestations that definitely really aren't yours. But some of the manifestations, <clears throat> some of the things that are happening in your life right now are simply because of old routines and patterns that were started a long time ago. They're put into autopilot, and they continue. They continue to play out. They continue to reproduce uh, the, the same results, even though your, your, your mind, your beliefs, your consciousness says, no, I want something different. So you've called in these amazing, massive energies 
basically said, I need something to pull this stuff apart, to unravel it. And the fact is that so many of you did it gracefully. So many of you did it without massive body aches, because that's the first thing that generally happens, massive body aches during this time. Because you're going to feel things in your body first, as the, as the old constructs are, are unraveled. You're going to feel aches and pains your spine, uh, your shoulders, your head, these type of things. The good news is that you were able to breathe through it. You didn't get all into the mind about it. You didn't panic about it. And even as we're sitting right here, right now, there's a tremendous amount of continual transformation in your body. And I brought up the point about your ancestral karma. It's one of the big ones, one of the big glues that you have to your body. One of the things that binds you to it. It's not that the ancestors had bad genes or bad attributes, although there are some disease characteristics that are um, woven into all that. It's not that it was bad. It's just not yours. Just not yours. And the question becomes, what is? The question that I have right here for you is, let's say that the body can be transformed. What do you choose? What do you want? Well, the first thing should be a release of some of these uh, ancestral diseases, heart disease, diabetes, um, cancer. So many of these things literally are flowing in through the ancestral line, flowing right into your body. Your body is filled with potential diseases right now uh, that were flowed through. And it's not just the disease, it's the root of the very disease that comes through as well. What causes cancer? Hatred. So, uh, so hatred uh, starts the process, and then this energy of cancer flows through it. It goes into, your, into the ancestral karma, into your blood, uh, into your DNA, and it's there. It's not really yours. It doesn't belong to you. So many of the other things. So now, right, right now, I mean right now, here at this wonderful moment is a great time to let those go. They're really not yours. Things like aging, of course. Everybody wants to be younger. But even the attributes of aging, you can track it on a chart, how long your ancestors have lived or when they died. That really doesn't belong to you anymore either. Thank you. Doesn't belong to you anymore either, so you can let that one go. Does that mean you're suddenly going to get younger? Eh, maybe, possibly. You're going to start acting a little bit younger because you don't have that overlay of the clock ticking, of like my mother only lived to be 74, or my father died when he was 58. So you feel that clock ticking within you. Well, it, it, it is. It's programmed right in there. You let that go doesn't necessarily mean you're going to get younger, but you're no longer on somebody else's biological death clock. Hmm? Other attributes, your, your physical attributes, um, carrying weight can be very much a, uh, something from your ancestors. So, so you inherit that. You bring that in. My dear friends, this energy that just came in is here to support you in loving separation 
from the things that are not yours. And guess what? You can't do this from your mind. You've tried. It doesn't work. You've tried to say, <clears throat> I'm going to force myself to change in these ways. I'm going to force myself to be slimmer, to be younger. It doesn't work. That's very mental. The mind cannot stimulate enough energy to pull it off. Energy comes from passion and clarity. The mind can think all at once, but it's never going to get you to drop 10, 20, 30 pounds. Matter of fact, just the opposite. You'll fool yourself. Your mind will fool you for a short period of time, thinking that you're losing weight, and you get on the scale, and you might be. Guess what? All the time you've got this other energy at work built in that's really not yours, that's actually already putting the pounds back on, and even more. Even more. Notice when you go on a diet, as soon as you go off, you gain even more. These energies that just came in, if you breathe them in, and if you trust yourself, and you can enjoy life, stop worrying about things, they actually support the release of many, many, many old systems, stinky systems, things that really weren't yours. In the mind, that's where it comes next, in the mind. And that's what you're going to notice more in June. It's going to it's, these are absorbing in. It's going to start going into mind constructs, not just belief systems, but uh, literally the way the mind works and processes energy and cranks out your thoughts. How many of your thoughts are not yours? Take a guess. Somewhere between 90 and 95 percent really aren't yours. Really aren't yours. They come from aspects. They come from mass consciousness. They're coming from the person sitting right next to you. They come from historical recordings or the memory banks of the mind. And when I say the memory banks of the mind really aren't yours, really aren't yours. It's a separation. Separation. Why? Because those mind thoughts that are stored in there, particularly the ones in the categories of belief systems, fears, uh, concerns, those type of things, those were developed when you were very young, for the most part, the basis of them, or even in another lifetime. They were developed in a previous lifetime, even if it was in the same biological period that you're in now. In other words, you are 10 years old, 20 years, 30 years old, doesn't matter. That was a different lifetime. That was a different lifetime. Truly it was. <clears throat> and it's not necessarily yours. So these energies of separation are coming in to facilitate removing that. What can you do? Well, best thing is to watch a good movie and laugh. <laughs> best thing is not to worry about it, because you called them here. You asked for these intense energies, and they have to be intense to pull off this sort of thing. You called for them to be here. Now you don't need to do anything, really, other than a little breathing, a little remembering your choices, a little going back to the very reason why you're still here on this planet. The very core question that I ask, do you want to stay or do you want to go? Where's the music? <laughs> So this month you're going to notice it more in the mind, but like some of you, it can be a joy ride. It doesn't have to be the old 
way of doing it, going through mental breakdown. Some will. Some will. You know, there was a, let's say, a part of you, that, that the true essence of you, basically said, I don't care. And most of you actually have said that. I don't care what it takes. I just want to get it done. I don't care what it takes to get out of this um, pattern, out of the, the old human process. I it, and I understand – oh, do I understand – having been locked in a crystal for – have I told you that story? <laughs> Would you like to hear it again? Some, there's a few that haven't heard the story. Twice you heard it. Yes. <laughs> so I truly understand. And then you try to punch your way out. You try to believe your way out. You try to uh, f- connive your way out, lie your way out, anything it takes until you finally, finally let go and say, I don't care. Then the energies can come in, and then they actually do it for you. You're going to ride this incredible wave of separation. But why separation? Haven't you gone through enough of that? No. <laughs> why separation right now? <coughs> it, it, sure, it, it unglues some of the uh, things that, that you've been stuck to, unglues energies that really shouldn't be together anymore into belief systems, into your biology, your ancestral karma, your relationships with your past lives and all the rest of that. It unglues that, but what's it really doing? Freedom. Absolutely. Absolutely. Setting it free. Setting you free. And isn't that what you really ask for? Freedom. Freedom from the past. Freedom from mass consciousness. Freedom from old ideas. Freedom from old patterns. That's really what you ask for, is freedom. Freedom for yourself. Oh, so so many of you just want to sing out, literally or figuratively. How many of you want to soar, want, want to break free? You can almost feel it. You're almost there. It's like, ah, oh, just that one, one last push and I'll be out. And that last push was actually these incoming energies. And they, they do set you free. They will put some people they will put some people out and down. Some people who are who have not been around the block like you have been. <laughs> truly. Truly. Some people particularly who are full of macchio. What's macchio? So I don't have to say it anymore. Macchio is your spiritual distractions. Macchio, uh, macchio are the, it, it, it comes in when the enlightening process, awakening process starts. It's, it's like just when you, you really feel good, you're going to do this awakening thing, you're going to be spiritual, that's when the machia really comes in. I mean in spades, <laughs> in multipliers of machia. You've all seen it. You've all done it. You've all experienced it. But that machia comes in, and these energies of separation are going to pull the machia out. There's a lot of people that are invested in their machia, deeply invested in machia. I mean literally, on a business. Machio business, uh, machio spiritual business, machio spiritual books. 
uh, they're deeply invested in their makio, so it's very hard for them to let go. I give you a lot of credit, all of you, for first of all understanding what makio is, and then releasing it, getting down with yourself. So these energies, an amazing thing, but they are about separation. Why? Because separation gives you freedom. Separation frees a lot of energy. Frees a tremendous amount of energy. Imagine going into the insane asylum and unlocking all the doors and letting everybody out. <laughs> it's better on the insane for the insane asylum. Doesn't take so much to keep the place going. Everybody's gone, and the beings that were there weren't yours to begin with. Maybe you could turn the insane asylum into our true spiritual center now. It has been a crazy house. They had everybody locked up, but really they had you locked up until you brought that master key in said, I'm going to let them all out. I can't handle them anymore. Can't manage them. They're not getting any better. They're getting worse. And on top of that, I'm going to be in within this place myself. So you walk in, turn the key, let them all off, releasing a tremendous amount of energy. And once they're let out, they actually get better. <laughs> once they're let out, you are relieved of a lot of responsibility and obligation for trying to treat the lunatics, <laughs> and you can't. Uh, you can't treat yourself like that. You see. So it's a tremendous time of wonderment, absolute wonderment going on. June, you're going to feel it more in the redoing of the mind patterning. It's going to come in. It's going to clear out a lot of old things that really don't belong to you. The house cleaning, literally going through, reorganizing. It's going to change also the way energies are taken in by the mind and used for processing. The biggest factor is what we've talked about the last two months, the melding now or bringing back into harmony of mental and creative. Mental has been the lunatic locked in the bin. You let that out, discover that it's really not lunatic after all. The lunatic thing was putting it in the bin, in, the, in this insane asylum. You let it out, and now it can mingle with creative, amazing creative. Creative that is going to be profound, and I'll talk about that in just a minute. And I'm going to talk about what to do to really get that grounded. I, new ideas, ideas, ideas that are, that are going to come from your brain, from yourself, so grand, so dynamic. You're going to think that they're crazy. You're going to hold back on some of the things that. You are starting to realize. You're going to say, I can't talk to people about this. They're going to think I'm nuts. And when you do, I'm going to be right there to say, No, talk, speak, get those ideas out, speak them, do them. Why? Well, if you don't, you're going to be really disappointed in yourself and you're going to go back into the insane asylum. <laughs> if you don't, the world's not going to have the benefit of. These grand insights. So, next this month will be a very, very interesting month from the mind standpoint. The rest of the world is going to be going to hell, but you're going to be riding the wave. Speaking of which, do you really bring these things? Do you really bring these to our sacred gatherings? 
Yeah. <laughs> and what is this, what, what is this uh, symbolic of? What is this symbolic of? Separation. 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 You knew that. Good. Separation. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. And it's the key. It's what you use to chop the lock off of the loony bin. Next. I got it out of my crystal. <laughs> Next, dear Shamba, let's take a deep breath. As I check the clock. Make sure we have enough time for all this information. Next, I talked in the last couple of months, and I've talked at some of our gatherings about a mirab. Linda, would you write that on the board, please? Mirab. The same as last time. <laughs> M E R A. Whoops. M E R A B H. Mirab. What does mirab mean? Means. Actually, literally, in some of the ancient languages, it means completeness, bringing together, bringing together completeness. And that's why I say there's a bit of a contradiction, because I'm talking about separation and now I'm talking about completeness. But to be complete, you have to be separate. In other words, to separate out, to sift through, to untie, to undo the unnatural bringing together, unnatural bringing together of certain voices. It is unnatural to have your body based on somebody else that's been long dead. It's unnatural to have thoughts that are solidified and trapped and not fluid. It is unnatural not to know who the hell you are. It's very unnatural. It's unnatural to not really understand how you got here in the first place and how you're going to get out. These are unnatural things, very, very strange and unnatural. I have to often ask myself why you picked such unnatural things, but I guess you're Shambra <laughs> and human. Amirab means completeness. Once the energies that have been bound together, glued and fused together, are torn apart or released. Now you can come back to completeness, which is a mirab. My definition or my experience with a mirab is working with you and saying, if you just let it happen, you take three minutes. Is that too much for your enlightenment? If you just take three minutes and do some breathing, three minutes of listening to some nice music. Ah, thank you, my dear. You didn't bring one. You didn't bring one for Uncle Adamas? <laughs> Even us spooks need to eat once in a while, you see. <laughs> Lovely child. Nimbarab, <laughs> three minutes to shift consciousness, to shift the way you are attracting energy, to shift something in your body, something in your mind, something in your spirit. Three minutes just to take a deep breath and don't think about it. Stop struggling with it. Stop trying to use your mental constructs to get out of mental constructs. You see, it will never work. It will never, ever work at all. So three minutes to say, I'm going to do a mirab, 
and let the energy shift that I'm just going to sit back. I promise, dear God, I promise I'm not going to mess with anything during this precious sacred three minutes. I'm not going to chant. I'm not going to light any incense. I'm not going to confuse myself with a bunch of macchio. I'm not going to do anything, even try to go in myself. I'm just going to breathe and let it be. That's a mirab. We have been doing them at the schools lately with musical accompaniment. You can do it without music. Music is kind of nice. It's a little bit distracting. It's not about repeating something, uh, affirmation. It's not about trying to implant new mental concepts into old mental concepts, because then you just end up with a bunch of garbage. It's about saying, I am a natural being, and I'm going to let go of my unnatural ways, you see. So let's do Mirab right now. What will we do it about? Let's do it about just shifting. Let's do it about using, allowing these incredible, amazing energies that have come in and are still here to facilitate the shift, the separation. You see, and you, that's all. You don't even think about it. You take a deep breath. Ah, oh, they're here. And dear John, would you play some of that music that you were playing during the break? The stuff they didn't hear here, but they heard out in the rest of the world. You take a deep breath. This is a mirab. Effortless shift. Graceful. You take a deep breath. A little music in the background just for sheer entertainment and distraction. You say, I am. No, I was going to finish my sentence. <laughs> and you say, I am in the moment. I am natural. I am natural. I am spirit. I am that I am. I'm going to let these energies serve me now. I'm going to let them come in to do what I have been trying to do in my little brain all this time. I'm going to let them do it because they're serving me. You don't beg. You don't pray. My God, don't fold your hands like that, lady. <laughs> Somebody will think you're praying. <laughs> but they still think you're praying. You don't pray. Maybe you laugh a little bit. Take a deep breath and feel, oh, these energies. Whew! What they're doing. natural process, my dear friends. All natural. Only a human who trusts themselves and their divinity can really understand what I'm saying. It's a natural process. It doesn't come from God. It doesn't come from space aliens. It doesn't come from Gaia. It shouldn't care yours, not the old God. Mirab, Mirab, Mirab. <laughs> Take a deep breath. You see, natural. Whew. Oh, stop meditating. You enjoy the music. Laugh at me, if you will. <laughs> oh, better yet, laugh at somebody else. 
Good. That was a mirror. You see how simple? It's natural. It's natural. The music fades out. Take a deep breath. Now your mind wonders what just happened. Did, I, did anything happen? Is there a sign? Is a lightning bolt? Something? No. No, just a, a shift. Just getting back to your natural state. That's a mirab. Next. Next is something very similar. It's a cousin to the mirab. I like having a stand, if you don't mind. It makes me feel like a professor. Yes, I like having that. Yes, next is a. It's a. Oh, yes, this is very good. Next. Yes. Not a preacher, no, a professor. Next is a cousin to the mirab. Cousin because it is also effortless. It glides. It's in its natural form. But here is a little bit different, because this is really a ceremony. It's an acknowledgement, and it's a grounding of something that you will experience in June. And I just implanted that in all of you. <laughs> Even if you're on the internet, you're going to experience it in June. Some of you have already had this recently, and quite profound, and you'll have a lot more. And when you do, it's an important time to do this exercise that I call – it's the cousin of a mirab – it's called a mirage. Mirage. You're familiar with the word mirage? Mirage. It's a mirage. What's a, what's a mirage? Well, you think it's an illusion. Ah, is it an illusion, really, when you see mirage? This type of mirage is – it comes from the, the definition of wondering uh, – would you write that down? Yes. Mirage, spelled like you would know. Yes. And if anybody here says it's a casino in Las Vegas, I'm going to ask you to step out and get some air. A mirage is uh, literally defined as a uh, – and you're going to stay up there to write this definition. My rage. <laughs> yes, it might be. Ah, it might be. Ah, very good. Very good. Uh, mirage means uh, wandering inside. Wandering. Would you write that down? What, not wandering. Wondering inside. Mirage also means the mirror or the reflection. A mirage means the inner look. Uh, over the years, it's been associated with uh, the person uh, without any water in the desert and starts hallucinating and seeing things. But the original definition of mirage was actually that of going within, the inner vision. The inner vision. So, the experience with the mirage is wonderful. It's a, it's a ceremony. Uh, we can't necessarily try to experience it here. It has to come in that moment where a, what was previously a mental idea or thought or hopeful belief suddenly starts to become real. Let me explain. Well, actually, Tobias explained many years ago when he talked about ah, the ah moment. You've had some, probably not enough. You're going to be getting a lot more. When suddenly 
you hear me – for instance, here's an example. I say the words, I am that I am, and you say the words, I am that I am, and something deep inside you says, what the hell does that mean? <laughs> and you start your uh, typical mental chattering back and forth on your uh, message – mental boards <laughs> you have mental boards – message boards and talking about what does it mean and what was the biblical meaning of I am that I am, and is, should it be actually be the I am that I am? That I am, or I am who I am. Is it I am that I am that I am who I am? <laughs> and you do it. Not not necessarily you. You do it out there. You, yes, I, I would like one of these. I, I would like, but a, a nicer one. One that's uh, a little more permanent. And I would like it. I would like it. Um, Yes, a little sturdier, a little more permanent, something I can lean on. And I would like the spade right here. And uh, and the yeah, so the ace and, and a fleur de lis, please. Well, purple. <laughs> you had to ask? I would like a nice one, and it might have to be custom made. And then with um, some gold leafing on it uh, would be nice. Yeah. Yes, yes, very, very nice. Yes, and I'd like a little uh, TV screen down below where nobody else could see. <laughs> I could see myself. Yes, good. So a mirage, <laughs> a, a mirage, a mirage is that moment when suddenly, I am that I am is no longer just a string of nice macchio words, but suddenly you go, I get it. I'm not thinking about it anymore. It's here. It's arrived. I'm not just saying it to impress somebody or saying it because Adamus told me I had to say it. I understand what it, I get it. I get it. Ta-da! Do a mirage. Oh, that is a mirage, but take it to the next level. This is where you ground it. This is where you break out the candles and the incense. Truly, say, this is the time for a ceremony. Neither Tobias or I were ever fans of ceremony, because there's a lot of macchio ceremonies out there. Hmm. A lot of them. Everybody did ceremony and didn't know what the hell they were doing ceremony about. And usually ceremony was about something not within them, it was about something within everybody else, and it didn't serve a purpose. It was, it was, a, it was a vicious circle. In that moment where you suddenly get it, you suddenly get, I n know now why Adamus has been talking about ancestral karma so much. Not because he doesn't like families. He doesn't like the way family energy is built. I get it. I'm so ready to release my family, not because I don't love them, but actually because I do love them. When you suddenly get it and it's not just a thought anymore, it's here. Oh, ah, I get it. It's a feeling and a sense now. It's a new consciousness. That's when you do a mirage. That's when you do the ceremony of the mirage. You stop. No matter what you're doing, other than perhaps using the toilet, you stop. You break out a candle. You, you get down on your knees. You do something to acknowledge that moment. Why? Because it grounds it. It solidifies it. Otherwise, there is a tendency to have a moment like that, a fleeting moment of a little enlightenment, because enlightenment comes in small doses. 
Uh, that uh, why, uh, why somebody just asked, why does it only come in small doses? Otherwise you blow up. Uh, <laughs> yes. Boom. So it, comes, it tends to come now to you in, in palatable doses, nice small doses. And then once you get used to those small enlightenments, then they start to get a little bit bigger and a little bit bigger until you're just one big walking piece of enlightenment. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. That's what enlightenment sounds like. Yeah. Actually, that's pretty good. Yeah, I like that. So you stop for a moment to ground it, because otherwise what's going to happen, and you've had this experience, is suddenly you've had this great little experience, and then pretty soon you're wondering, you're doubting, you're out of trust. Well, what was that all about? Well, that just happened, but now I've got to go back to my shitty world. No. That's when you stop for a moment and you uh, do something. Sing a song, write a, uh, light a candle, eat a cookie, whatever it is. It's your ceremony of the mirage. And the mirage is not just some hallucination. Hallucinations are real, by the way. The mirage is saying that I've wondered inside. I've gotten that aha. This is living ascension. I'm going to live it now. It's not going to go back up into some other ethereal plane. It's not going to cause some of my old aspects and constructs to come up and torment me now as you have had happen in the past. You have a little enlightenment. So often then those bad aspects have come up and haunted you and said, you're making this up, or it's not real, or you're just a nut job, or get back, do your work. You have things that are important. Take care of other people. You're so selfish to have these little enlightenments for yourself, you see. That's what happened so often in the past with your enlightenments, with your ahas, with the mirage. You put it back in that basket of delusion, and they're not – none of them ever were. Maybe perhaps misunderstood within your reality by yourself, but they were never delusions. They weren't even illusions. They're little breakthroughs. So when that happens now – and I say this because you're going – you will experience this in this next month – concepts that you, you, were, you, you held in a mental state of being, but that were never really felt. Uh, things that say, oh, that sounds good, but you never really experience. When I say something like combining mental and creative energy, the mind takes a look at that and says, oh, okay, you know, whatever. I'm going to be in charge anyway, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> But when you suddenly get it and feel it, what that is really like, you have that, oh my God, Adamus is a prince, is a master, <laughs> is a master, so benevolent. But when you have that moment, you say, I get it now, what this is like having mental and creative. It's not up here anymore, it's in here. That is a mirage. Ground it, balance it, do ceremony on it. Why? 
because that, first of all, acknowledges it. Acknowledges it for you. Please don't call all of your friends and say, come over for a mirage <laughs> when we're serving white wine. No, no, no. This is a very, very personal thing. Very personal. Even before you start to journal on it, for the few of you that do journaling, do the ceremony, the, mir the mirage. Oh, then what happens is that literally will invite the next mirage and the next mirage and the next. They'll feel welcome in that house of I Am. They'll feel suddenly that it is appropriate and that it is natural. And then you'll have all of these – you could start lining up all these thoughts and ideas you've had about – oh, enlightenment. <laughs> That's a good one. You have no clue what enlightenment is, which is okay. The mind cannot understand enlightenment. It tries to. You can possibly feel a little bit of it, or the word ascension when we talk about that, but basically it's a big question mark. It sounds good, but quite truthfully, when we've been out with Shambhara around the world, they have no clue what enlightenment is. Ask them, what is enlightenment? Uh, what is ascension? When I die and I go up with a poof of smoke? Meet Jesus? No. I talk about, I talk about uh, total integration. What is that? I uh, don't know. Uh, they're honest about it, at least. But I say to them, this is what you came back here for – enlightenment, ascension, whatever you want to call it, nirvana on earth. This is the prime motivating factor in your entire life. This is, this is probably the only passion that you have left. Uh, this is what you live and work and breathe for. You don't know what it is? <laughs> yes, we do. Define it, ma'am. That's Machio crap, if I ever heard it. Go ahead, Edith. I'll just yell at him. Go ahead. Throw me your best. I already did. I just told that you was your best? and awakening. <laughs> you what know, is awakening? And we do think you're a charming prince, so don't be rotten. <laughs> but it is awareness no, but and I'm, awakening. Yes. What is and awareness? consciousness and understanding it's all, and knowing it's all, who we are. Those are all mental constructs. Otherwise, you wouldn't have said a word. Oh, shit. Yeah, you can't. <laughs> absolutely. And you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Those are all mental constructs, and, and I want them to become such deep understandings and simple understandings. I want them to be so real, not a goal, not something you're aspiring to, but I want it to be living ascension within your body. You're getting there. You're getting there. You've had some enlightenments. Next month, I want you to come back and say, Adamus, I got it. I had this mirage. I did my ceremony. You're right. It's nothing that you even talk about. How about could we make a deal? I don't do deals. No compromises, oh, yes, no deals. You do deals. I don't do deals. How about if you tell us first tell the, you? what everything is instead of trying to embarrass I have us? I told you everything first. 
always tell No, there's no first. embarrassment here. Absolutely none. No, well, and, and that's a true statement. But I can't think of another word. That's a true statement because you say, what, what is awakening? You can maybe spout some words back to me, but you haven't really felt it. You, you have a sense for it, but it is mental. What is awakening? Well, it's when I uh, wake back and remember who I am. Bullshit. Bullshit. Well, what is it? Bullshit. I just give you the answer. <laughs> I don't want to tell you, Edith, or anyone else. We, we use this word so we have some sort of reference point for discussion, but I don't want to tell you. I can't tell you. What is enlightenment? Well, there is a, a typical uh, – we're going to get into this in just a moment if I hurry – there's a typical thing that if I'm enlightened I'm really smart. Uh, I kind of hover over water. You saw, you saw last month how I walk on water. Yeah. Uh, that, that, hmm, you're peaceful, hmm, you kind of vibrate, hmm, you wear white robes, and you walk down the street and you kind of glow. And uh, that's Machio, that's old. There was a few masters that did it, but look what happened to them. One got nailed to the cross, the other uh, got really fat and, and uh, <laughs> bad, bad breath. And it's just, we're, we're going to do it a bit different, a bit different. So that's why I say, a mirage is one of the most beautiful things you're going to experience. It's that aha, suddenly getting it, getting out of mental construct. Nothing wrong with being in a a kind of an odd, unnatural frame of consciousness, mind, thought, limitation, fear, hope, and uh, desire. Nothing wrong with that, because that does at least bring in the energies that are going to support all of this. But ultimately, ultimately, when you have this uh, major mirage, you're, you're going to understand what I'm talking about, and, and I'm almost concerned about putting too many words to it, because suddenly you're following the words. You argue about what does I am that I am means, and if you're doing that, please go back to Spirituality 101. Don't come to my class. Please. Thank you. Two applause. Three. Three. Good. And, and seriously, because that is spiritual masturbation, also known as makyo. Makyo is mat mast bullshitting masturbation. It is mental. It will get you stuck. It will hurt your mind, your body, and it's going to actually lead you to live a very odd kind of life where you're trying to be spiritual, but you're trying to be material. You're trying to do jobs, but you're trying to be holier than thou, and it's not going to work. What's going to happen? You're going to blow up. Uh, you will. You, you'll blow up, and you'll blow up most everything around you as well. <laughs> And you don't need to. You don't need to. That is my point. You do not need to. That is an unnatural way of getting into completion. Uh, that's an unnatural way of suddenly realizing that you are enlightened. Remember, Tobias, the great master, said a long time ago, you're already ascended. Now you're just experiencing what it is like to get there. You're already there. Now you Literally go back through time, through space, through experience. How did you get there? You hear those words and you go, oh, that sounds really cool. Something like Gene Roddenberry would have written, oh, wow, let's do a Star Trek uh, story about that. 
but it's not in the heart. It's not realized at a consciousness level yet, but it will be, and it's going to be, and that's when you do the mirage. You uh, get out an incense, I'd throw coins out all around you, whatever, whatever it is that creates the ceremony. Look out at the stars. Uh, it doesn't matter. It's an acknowledgement. And it says, this, this is it. And, and you're going to come back to me. Next month we're going to do the runaround with the microphone, how was your mirage? And don't, don't make up one. <laughs> how was your mirage? And you're going to go, you know, I don't want to talk to you about it because it was mine. It was a deep experience. I don't want to go mental about it. I'll say, good. Thank you, Edith. Thank you. That's the mirage. I would like to do one here, but it is very personal. You can do a mirab in a group. Mirage is all your own. Remember, when you get that sudden enlightenment, that sudden breakthrough that gets you out of the unnatural way into your natural state of being, take a deep breath. Good. Let that one go. In the remaining minutes I want to talk about another concept, interesting concept, perhaps sad concept, perhaps one that would get a few of you upset. And that will be a contradiction to what I said earlier, but that's life. <clears throat> You've come to the end of the line on something. Come to the end of the line. I'm going to draw a line so you understand. You've come to the end of a line. And I say that over and over because perhaps uh, one of you clever beings can also pick a song with those words to uh, I, I like what you did before uh, for uh, will you stay no that's walking the line that's you know that's a bad thing end of the line uh traveling yeah Calder's trying to get traveling that group that sings so you come to the end of the line, and that line is. And this is going to sound strange for a bit, but breathe it in. Evolution. Evolution. You come to the end of evolution. Ah, huh? Scary? Does it mean you die now or you go backwards? No, not at all. You've been programmed and you bought into evolution, constant evolution. You believe in evolution of certainly the mind, learning more getting wiser, uh, being more, uh, having more problem-solving abilities. Uh, so you've been conditioned for that, programmed for it, and, and that's, that's what you basically have lived for. That's what you've you – know, I'm kidding – I'm an, evolved, an evolving being. To a certain degree, there's an evolution overlay of the biology. Yeah, blow Jesus off the cross, you keep doing that. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you come to a point where there's no more evolution of the body. You think you're a part of this evolution of biology. You look at the uh, uh, Darwin pictures, you look at the apes from a long time ago, and you say, well, I'm just one little stepping stone in the evolution of the physical biology. You're at the end of the line on that, too. Uh, literally, with what we talked about before, you no longer evolve your ancestral biology. You create your own. So it's no longer evolving along the old line. 
Evolution stops when you get to this point of awakening. It stops. Even the concepts of spirituality stop evolving. Hmm. Yeah. Because that indicates that there is something yet to learn. That indicates there is a, uh, almost a required growth that comes next. That indicates that the spiral keeps spiraling. And it does, uh, it does for a long time, for a long, long time, until it comes back into itself. We talked about this before. That stops the cycle of evolution. It makes a dramatic change also in uh, the, the concept of, uh, of your livelihood, your living. You, you will no longer evolve when you come to a certain point on a spiritual path. Maybe frightening? The common reaction should be, this is it? This is it? I'm not going to get any smarter. I'm not going to get any healthier. I'm not going to get any wiser. That's correct. And that's a good thing. First of all, it relieves you from a tremendous, tremendous amount of responsibility, burden, I should say, lack of freedom. There was a program inside you said, evolve, 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 evolve. Every day I'm supposed to get better. Every day I'm supposed to get wiser. Evolve thyself. Done with that. I'm not saying all humans. I'm saying you. If you're listening, if you're here, done with that. Very strange concept and uncomfortable also. The evolving tends to be, again, a mental construct, an idea. An Im- it, literally an implant uh, that, that has kept you spinning on, on this spiral, growing and growing and growing. You even think that, well, no, the Spirit evolves, the, the Divine evolves. No, it doesn't. What happens is that – let me get this through clearly – when you stop evolving or stop trying to evolve, which I contend is somewhat of an unnatural process, somewhat – not totally, but somewhat unnatural. When you're no longer trying to force or push the evolution of yourself, you come into one of these big ahas, big ahas. And in that aha you realize there's nothing more to gain, there's nothing more to lose, There's nothing more to acquire or to aspire to. In that moment in which you may suddenly get the aha at some point, suddenly realize that now, with no more evolution, it is about the living ascension. Now all of the wisdom that has been in the soul all the wisdom that you have been, let's say, sharing with the soul, the soul, the consciousness, uh, from everything you've been doing. And by the way, it is not the details about what you did. It is about the outcome of what you did. It's not that 
There's no Akashic record in the soul, and I would beg to differ for those who say there's one floating around out there like a great big giant Borg. Uh, the details the universe doesn't give a crap about. Uh, those are mental, and they are going to be flushed away. All the details, what you did at a certain time at a certain place, they're just going to get flushed down the crapper because they don't matter. They really don't matter. They're mental. They're irrelevant. It's what was felt and what was experienced during that period. That's what the soul remembers, and that's what the cosmos will remember. Thank God in yourself that you're not going to have to remember all the details, and it's not stored in some big cosmic hard drive. Uh, no, it was all wiped out. Thank God all the details were wiped out. What you wore on a certain day, and what you said to someone, and uh, what you thought as you drive past a, a bar and wanted to go in and have a drink, those are all wiped yeah, okay. Those are all wiped out. And the only thing that remains is the essence, the wisdom, and the experience. That's all that's left. Now, you've got this big, wonderful consciousness, and it is dripping, dripping with this wisdom. It's like bees building their, their honeycomb, building their hive, and just keep putting this this beautiful nectar in there. So much of it can't even handle it anymore, and it's just wanting to drip out. But it really wants to, really wants to just drip right down onto something relevant, onto a nice cracker or biscuit or into a cup of tea, rather than just splatter on the ground. It is the same with you. You've been evolving and evolving and evolving, growing and growing and growing. Time to stop that. Now is the time to take this, this essence, this wisdom, and live it. Stop putting honey in the hive and start eating it, my friends. That is truly what it's about right now. When you stop evolving, then you start living. When you stop doing your mental uh, attempts at evolving, A, you'll realize how unnatural it was. B, you'll realize how incomplete it was. And C, you'll realize that the real joy, you in spirit now, being that wisdom, living it, living it, your consciousness, your spirit wants to share that wisdom, wants to – it's not quite the right word – wants it to go into experience now. The nectar, the essence, was basically put there in the beehive, in the honeycomb, based on the input of experience, distilled into wisdom, distilled into beautiful essence, soul essence. And now it wants to come back into experience. Kind of an interesting evolution, kind of an interesting cycle, you would say. But in order to do so, it requires the end of the evolution as you have known it. No more mental evolution. Doesn't mean you're never going to read another book 
or go to another class or do something. Not at all. But it means that there is no more reason to try to evolve the Self. Now it is about living the Self. A huge difference, because if you are dedicating all your resources and your energy and everything else towards uh, evolution, there is nothing left for living. Now is when you bring it all together. Part of the mind is going to scream out and say, well, no, I, I want to be really, really evolved and really a lot of this stuff, and I want to I go for it. I want to continue to evolve, evolve, evolve. My friends, it is, it is like a dog chasing its tail at a certain point. You're going to get nowhere. What does a dog do if it catches its tail? <laughs> Actually, if a dog catches its tail, it totally destroys the, 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 the dog's uh, aspirations, dreams, pursuits, passions, and everything else. The dog basically is going to crumble apart if it catches its tail. So we have a situation here where there's no need for evolution. Now it's about living. Now the question that some of you are asking is like, but isn't this a trick question that Adamus is putting to us? Aren't you going to say that by living the essence, by being the essence, by having the mirage as part of the living experience, doesn't that continue the evolution? You smart-ass philosophers, I say to you, stop thinking that way. Well, really, I mean it. I mean it. Stop thinking that way. That is philosophical machio bullshit. And the only way you're going to know the answer to that question is to do it. Is to live it. Is to be it. Stop thinking about it. Stop constructing it. Let these energies that are coming in right now rip you apart in a loving way. Oh no, it can be fun. It can be amazing. It can be joyful. It can be so liberating. And they're here to do it. They're here to do it. They're here to separate you so that you can come back to yourself whole and complete, without all these fragments, without all these parts and pieces, but come back to the natural state. You're in an unnatural – interesting, odd, unique – but unnatural state of being right now. This is not you. I think it is. That's why I say stop evolving, because all you're trying to do is evolve the human construct. You're trying to evolve something that was artificial to begin with in the first place. An interesting experience. I'm not saying it's a lie. There's a lot of lies embedded in it, but by itself it's not a lie. It was just a really weird experience. But right now you're getting back to the natural state of you, of the I Am. And it's not the one that's sitting in the chair. It's not the identity that you have now. Your natural state is a part of, part of that identity is in there. But there's so much more, so much more. Imagine for a moment, imagine living unraveled. Imagine living unraveled for a moment. Uh, not, I mean, not all bound up in things. <laughs> and we have an example over here. Camera two, let's, let's do unravel with An. Go ahead, An. Is this your idea of an ascended master? Well, of course it is. He can be laughing and smiling, of course. Imagine being unraveled. Imagine 
not going through the guessing games of what you should do next. Imagine not going through this uh, constriction when the fear comes in, uh, right when you've had a good idea, right when you're feeling good, suddenly fear comes in. Imagine uh, not having to try at life anymore, really. Not, not ev- trying to evolve yourself based on a lot of old, crappy input from teachers, parents, your aspects, past lives and everything else, trying to – well, you have to evolve. Uh, they, they said it in different words. Uh, you have to do the right thing. You have to be better. You have to uh, achieve. That's all about evolving. Even your spiritual teachers, my dear friends, even your spiritual teachers have told you that you have to be ev- evolved. Well, that was a big thing. Going to a spiritual gathering and kind of doing the I'm more evolved than you are. Now you can walk in and say, I don't give a damn about evolution. I do not care. You go on your merry path to hell. I I am at the end of the line. No more evolution for me. They're going to look at you rather strange. Uh, yes, you'll have the opportunity next week to do this. Uh, they'll look at you ra- rather strange, like, where are they coming from? That's when you say, because I am living, breathing essence. I'm living, not evolving. Hmm. Absolutely. So imagine for a moment what a grand relief it comes when you're not evolving anymore. Uh, there's still part of you that's saying, no, but a little evolution now and then. Uh, I don't want this to be – you're going to discover that evolution served a purpose. It got you spinning. It got you experiencing. But when you start this, when you come come back into yourself – time is nothing. (laughs) I'm about to do my wrap-up here, very dramatic. She's pointing to her watch like Adamus. Everybody is tired. (laughs) No, fascinated. They're absolutely fat. Their eyes are closed and they're leaning back only because they're so deep into it. <laughs> End of the line. Come back into yourself where living biology that you now own, where a mind that has been cleared of its, uh, of its baggage and its details, uh, suddenly meet essence, suddenly meet this wisdom of the soul. And the two now embrace each other, having thought for ages that they were separated, after having the delusion of separation, now realize they never truly were. They come back together. It requires – no, not requires, culture, not the right word – it is about, about trust. It is about allowing integration. Trust, trust is being able to sit here in a three-minute mirab and say, I shifted some energies. I shifted consciousness. Whew, I didn't have to work at it. That's trust. That's trust. That's really and, – and it also allows it to happen. It's about, it's about trust, and it is, my dear friends, about being natural, being natural. Forcing things is not natural. Thinking about things is not natural. Trying to win at living is not natural. Goals are not natural. Spiritual studies are not natural. None of it. It's an unnatural state. 
It's unnatural to have a mind that is different or operates in a different frequency level than the body. That is unnatural. It's not natural to, to talk about your body and your mind like they're separate parts and pieces, and your spirit. That's why I call it the body of consciousness. It is. All of them. It's not natural, this whole incarnation and reincarnation cycle. It's not natural. Those were interesting experiences, but let's get back to your natural state of being. Let's get back to natural flows of energy. Let's get back to living without suffering, living without thinking about how to live, living without worrying about the next moment, living where you're absolutely breathing in the essence of yourself. It's always been there. Let's take a deep breath for that, my dear friends. Yes, I am looking forward to my new professor stand. Yes. Uh, next month, of course. Um, so let's take a deep breath as we end this shout. I do believe there's some music to be played as I make my grand exit. I want to remind you, in this next month, when you start feeling these enlightenments, get out of your mind. Stop thinking about them. Just let them happen. Do the mirage, the honoring the ceremony. And when you start doubting about what really just happened to you, when you start doubting if, if you you personally can really live within your life, whether you can really allow yourself to experience, you take a deep breath and you remember, no matter what the news reporter says, that all is well in all of creation. With that, my dear friends, until we meet again, which could be tonight, <laughs> I am Adamus in service to you. Thank 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 you.